You are listening to the Marriage Mastery Podcast with Greg Reynolds and Phil Burnett. In this podcast, we focus on understanding and solving marriage's biggest challenges, as well as understanding and recovering from addictions. We're glad you're here and hope you find hope and healing from what we have to share. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe so that you'll be notified as future episodes become available. Welcome to the Marriage Mastery Podcast. We're excited to talk to you today. Phil, how are you doing? I'm having the time of my life. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. Um, so we're going to dive right in here. We're trying to keep these episodes a little bit shorter and more succinct. A little, um, a little bit easier, I guess, to, to listen to them in a busy schedule. Um, sometimes we... Sometimes we run long in our episodes, and, and uh, me particular in particular, I tend to be quite wordy. So um, we're trying to keep these to about 20 minutes, so we'll just dive right in here. Um, today we want to talk about a uh, one of the most important principles within all marriages, all relationships, and just essentially having a happy life is forgiveness. Forgiveness is not necessarily an easy principle. Oh, my dog is forcing her head in here, trying to get some love. Um, forgiveness is not necessarily a, an easy an easy principle to apply, but it is so critical. All relationships, all healthy relationships, require forgiveness on a very regular basis. And so, and forgiveness is a skill to some extent. It's, it's something that you get better at with practice. And, um, and so we want to talk about forgiveness and how to forgive and, and what forgiveness is. And I'll, I'll maybe start by explaining sort of what forgiveness is on a, on a neurological level. So in the brain, we as we experience things, our brain is essentially creating memories around all of the different experiences that we have in our lives and tied to those memories are emotional responses. So when we experience something, our brain um, triggers chemicals to be released into our bloodstream, which cause us to feel emotions. And um, sometimes those emotions are positive and sometimes they're negative. But when we experience something that elicits a negative emotional response, um, then the memory of that experience is, is linked to that negative emotion. And those are the types of things that we need to forgive. Um, maybe somebody has hurt us and then that caused a negative emotional response. Maybe we've hurt someone and that's caused a, us to feel worse about ourselves or those types of things. And so forgiveness in a real sense is taking the steps necessary to detach the memory and the negative 
emotional response. You're, you're taking the necessary steps in order to um, essentially what you're doing is you're taking steps so that when you think about that memory or you come across that person that's tied to that memory, you don't have that negative emotional response anymore. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, it's not the, and so from a neurological perspective, that really is kind of what forgiveness is. Mm -hmm. And um, now how to forgive is, can be kind of tricky because um, sometimes we just don't want to forgive. Sometimes it's just easier to be angry and to hold grudges. And oftentimes we very, feel very justified for holding those grudges and feeling angry. And it's almost feels good to feel bad. Yeah. It feels good to feel angry. And so, but in reality, we're holding ourselves hostage when we are unwilling to forgive. And, uh, and we really can't, we're, we're holding back our own progress when we're unwilling to forgive. In fact, we're reversing the progress. We're regressing instead of progressing. And so what I like to do with forgiveness is I like to, well, the first step, I guess, to forgiveness is you've got to recognize and express the emotion, recognize the situation for what it is completely, and express the emotion around that. Um, you know, chances are that within that, whatever that experience was, that negative experience and the negative emotions that have come with it, you have some unexpressed thoughts and feelings and 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 that emotion that you feel has not been expressed and so sometimes you need to kind of express that and get it off your chest if you will yeah if it's unrecognized it's just gonna linger there and make things much harder to deal with right so what i like to do is i i like to pull out a piece of paper pull out a journal and write the situation down, what happened. And then you write who was involved and how they were involved. And then you write all of your emotions about that situation. Yeah, and you just kind of revisit the whole, the whole situation. And what happens is in our brains, it's almost like there's, um, the situation has cost us something. And as long as there's, it's almost like a bank account. Now you have this, let's say your relationship with another person, you have a bad, a bad experience and that bad experience takes out some of the, some of the money, if you will, out of, out of that account that you have with that person and it counts as a negative. And maybe your relationship is completely bankrupt. Um, Maybe you're completely out of money and you're in the negative, whatever it is. But whatever that situation was, it counts kind of in your brain as a cost to relation to the relationship instead of a benefit. And so what 
I find is helpful is if you want to let go of those costs and move on from those costs and, and just let them go, which is forgiveness, you really have to try to find a benefit in that. You have to convince your brain or, or help your brain understand that there were some there was some good that came from that thing. So the first step is I like to do, like I said, is write the whole situation down, express all the emotions that are that are unexpressed, and really try to own that. And sometimes that means that you need to express that to another person. Now, in some cases, you may have negative feelings that that other person knows nothing about. Maybe in their mind, there's nothing wrong between the two of you, and you just have those negative emotions. Sometimes it's necessary to express those things to that person in, in person, but sometimes it's not completely necessary. Um, I'll tell you one experience I had. I, I had had some negative feelings about a person that I didn't know very well. They had done something that had hurt a friend of mine. And so I got angry with that person because they'd hurt my friend. Mm -hmm. And I started saying bad things about this person to other friends of mine in public. I started really kind of smearing their name in the mud, um, even though I didn't know this person that well. When I was around this person, uh, I was nice to him and stuff like that. But in, to his back, I was, I was pretty, pretty negative and said some disparaging things about him. Well, because I had said this publicly, I felt that it was necessary to tell him I am sorry and tell him what I had done in person because it, it might have really harmed him and he may have known about it or not. I don't know, but I felt like because I had made it a public thing that it was necessary for me to talk to him and apologize to him in public. So I called him up one day and I, I explained the situation and I told him that I was sorry sorry for what I had said, and um, asked his forgiveness. And I felt for me that that was necessary. Now, had I had those emotions, had I had those feelings toward him, but I hadn't said it to anyone and I kept it to myself, then I probably would not have felt that it was necessary to call him up and say, hey, I had these bad feelings about you. I never told anyone. I didn't ever, didn't leave my lips, but I had these bad feelings about you. I'm sorry. I'm not sure that that's always necessary because sometimes, you know, that can be like, I don't know, that can cause additional damage potentially to them, or at least sometimes it can be weird, I guess. Um, but because I had made it public, I felt it was necessary to talk to him in person. And he really appreciated the phone call and he accepted my apology and now we're good friends. Um, but that was necessary for me to just let that go. Um, but as I expressed, you know, as I wrote this situation down, as I kind of, um, as I explored that situation, I was able to start to kind of see the situation from his perspective and start to understand a little better why he, why he did the things that he did and whether or not they were justified, I, I started to at least understand and, and give him the benefit of the doubt. And that helped me to kind of let go of those negative emotions around him. But then also, as I called him up and expressed my 
my um, regret for the things that I had said and asked his forgiveness. That just really helped me let go of everything. And now when I, when I come across this person, when we, when we meet, when I hear his name and stuff like that, I don't have any of those negative emotions anymore. Those negative emotions and that person, they were disconnected in my brain because I, I went through this forgiveness process. Yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive how big a hurt you can overcome uh, through forgiveness. And it might take a little bit longer, but man, it's, it's a powerful tool in any relationship. Yeah. You know, I've, I've heard, I've heard wives say to me that in a weird way, they were almost grateful that their spouse uh, had dealt with a pornography addiction, or they were almost grateful that their spouse had had an affair. Not that they wanted their spouse to do that, or that they would want their spouse to do it again, but they were they were grateful, or at least they could find things in that situation to be grateful for, because they had grown so much as a person, because they had connected with with um, Jesus Christ in a deeper way than they ever thought possible, because they understood addiction better and now they could better help their children or i mean there are a variety of reasons why they were grateful for having gone through that difficult situation and essentially what they had done is they had taken the costs and they had found benefits to the cost so instead of that situation just being you know tons of different negatives in the relationship they found that that same situation brought about a whole bunch of positives and that allowed them to decouple the negative emotions from that situation and tie more positive emotions to that situation. Right. Now for full forgiveness and full recovery, they needed to express the negatives to their spouse. They needed to express the, the negative things that they were feeling. And sometimes they, sometimes it's not necessary to express it to the other person. Not all, and it's not always necessary and it's not always prudent to express all the negative emotions to the other person. Sometimes it's just necessary to express all those things to God. Some, one thing that I like to do um, in situations where I feel like it's not wise to express those negative emotions to another person is I imagine, I just do it in, I pretend in my head and I imagine that I'm standing in front of them and talking to them and I express everything to them in my head and then when I, I go through the whole thing, I explain the whole situation, I express all of my emotions, I tell them that I'm grateful for what they've, what they've, um, you know, from, from what I've learned from the situation, and then I ask their forgiveness, and that's, that does it for me in many cases. In some cases, that's not enough, and in some cases, I, I do have to do it in person, but um, but sometimes it, I can do it just in my head through sort of uh, imagining. And I do personally believe, and this is kind of the, the weird, um, maybe not weird, but the spiritual side of me believes that even when I imagine it and I go through that thing in my head, that somehow those, those messages, those, um, um, those thought waves are sent out and maybe in some small way 
that person can feel my emotions and, and feel what I'm doing. And maybe in some weird way, even if we're not talking in person, that relationship is strengthened and, and things are forgiven to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally believe that's the case. And, and I think there's some scientific evidence to show that that may be the case, at least to a small extent. Um, but for me, it, it does help me to forgive and to move on and to have good feelings toward other people um, when I go through this process. So I guess to, to lay this process out into steps, um, I kind of, kind of bounced around a little bit, but the first thing would be, I guess, to um, maybe pull out a journal and write down the situation, the details of the situation, what happened, who was involved, the emotions involved, the beliefs that have kind of been created because of that. Then write down the costs of what happened and, and how it's negatively affecting you. And then write down the benefits to why it's affecting you. And then um, in person, when necessary, or not in person, but maybe in your head, but still um, express it outwardly, say the words, um, go to that person and, ex- and explain the situation, explain how it made you feel, explain how it's af- affected you negatively, but then also tell them how it's shared gratitude for how it's affected you positively and just explain to them that, um, you know, you've, you are sorry for how you felt and for, for the emotions, the other things, the negative things that, that you've done in, re- in response to that situation and ask their forgiveness. And many times you need to ask yourself for forgiveness. Maybe you've done something that you feel horrible about and you've beat yourself up about it and stuff and sometimes you need to go to yourself and ask yourself for forgiveness and I would suggest that part of forgiveness is also asking God for forgiveness for these things Um, but as you go through this process um, you'll find that the negative emotions that are tied to those people those experience and stuff they'll start to go away and they'll be replaced by more positive feelings and it's just a, it's a much happier place to live in. It's a, um, it's nice to be able to run into people and just feel good feelings toward them instead of trying to avoid them or having all those negative feelings from the past come up again. Um, anyway, so that's how I like to, I like to forgive and that's how I teach people to forgive, um, when they need help. And, and like I said, forgiveness is something that the more you do it, the easier you get at it. And so having some steps to kind of help you um, go through the process early on so that you can start developing that, that skill, I, I find is helpful. Do you have any, uh, anything to add, Phil? Um, no, I, I think so. that's a, a really awesome kind of tutorial on going through forgiveness when it's when it's something bigger you know obviously we can forgive smaller things much easier but um you might have to it takes a systematic approach i feel like for bigger things and some persistence even 
maybe the first time you write down, you know, this journaling exercise, your feelings toward this person might not change. Um, yeah, but it's it's so freeing to finally be able to forgive someone, um, to recognize uh, that they probably, you know, that they messed up just like you mess up in, in other areas of life. Um, and yeah, it, it's it's also a really important thing to do in your life to just be able to to move on and to to stay positive and um, I don't know, progress throughout life. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, um, we'll wrap this up here. Um, hopefully, you found this to be a helpful discussion on forgiveness. Um, it is, when it comes to marriages, I mean, if you want to have a happy marriage, you better get good at forgiving and asking forgiveness. Cause I mean, this should be probably a daily thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like I have a pretty good marriage and I don't forgive or ask forgiveness on a daily basis. Um, I probably should much more. And I think my marriage would be much happier if I did. I know there have been times in my life where I have tried to make that a daily thing and, and my marriage really flourished because of it. I feel like my, my wife got on board too. And we were both, I mean, we were both asking forgiveness for things all the time and it was, it was great. I mean, because I, I really felt like during that time, my wife really was taking responsibility for her mistakes, she was really trying to own her mistakes, and she was really, um, you know, loving me, and 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 uh, I don't know, it it was good, and I feel like when I was asking her for forgiveness, and I was forgiving her regularly, and, and we were both doing that, I just felt like there was so much more love and kindness and forgiveness and patience for each other than. Uh, than normal than there normally would be and so it was a great thing so I I would suggest that all of us use these steps to practice forgiving and get good at forgiving and make it a common a regular maybe even a daily thing in your marriage um, and it will be a huge huge blessing to your marriage so all right. Well, thanks for joining us for the podcast today. If you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and please share with your friends. And also, if you would share, uh, leave us a friendly review that helps other people find the podcast. Um, if you have any questions that you'd like us to address, you can go to AbundantLifeMentoring.com and click on the Contact Us tab. And you can send us a, a question um, via that tab and we, we, we can address it on future episodes. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you on the next episode.